0: business, business talk, talk. It's the Soul Material Podcast. All right, welcome back, friends. Uh, it's the Soul Material Podcast, the podcast you cheer for. Um, we're here to give you some more of that clarity over popularity. So let's just dive in. All right, so uh, it's T Martin Street Shark. And your man OGEO, welcome. All right, and we're here. So we just want to dive in uh, um, with another. You know, really, you know, uh, elaborate topic that we could go in many different directions. But what we want to discuss is consumer behavior, whether you're buying, where you're reselling and everything else in between. What are you really doing? Um, Because, um, you know, as we give you more rhetorical questions for our audience to interact with us uh, um, and give us these state of the union topics uh, for the sneaker culture. You know, so my first rhetorical question, just to really get this conversation started, is: Do the sneakerheads like sneakers anymore? Interesting. Doesn't the way you buy, the way you sell, it just doesn't feel like you really like any of the products. <laughs> um, but, OG, let's get this conversation going. So I, I threw the question out there. You know, what I mean? so get us warmed up um, so that we can peel back some layers because uh, 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 there are a lot of them here man and the words of one of the greatest MCs of all time you know
1: people lie numbers don't and so far the numbers are showing shark that um there is a crisis going on within our hobby and we the consumer are to blame. and um it seems like the balance is totally imbalanced as far as um the reselling and to what's popular and there is no balance whatsoever of the consistency of people just consuming a product just to consume it you know i'm similar to groceries or anything else and right now from what i'm seeing um do people even go in stores anymore (laughs) if you go online um how far do people go before something goes on sale before they get it or they like it to begin with at all? And this trend of likes and heat and who's promoting what and what makes something popular and in demand has gotten um, a whole lot more interesting looking at things and how things are going. So um, we are old school, I guess, to a point to us being, quote unquote, collectors or even buying stuff that we like and actually wearing it and um, not being totally influenced totally by um, a product we may see and seeing how many um, people may like it or how many people comments and so forth for that to sway um, our uh, purchase power to a certain standpoint. But we are definitely at a crisis now, Shark, and I'm concerned because... When I walk in these stores and so forth, and you say I see a lot of stuff on the shelves. When I go to these buy sale shops that keeps on popping up, even in malls now, I see the same shoes wrapped in plastic on display. And I'm sitting here like there is a world out there and then there is a world within the world. And it seems like um, what's being told inside of this Internet world isn't really what's manifesting or realistic out when I go outside out in these street shark. I wanted to throw um, the baton back to you to just tackle that in particular because if you just stick to your phone and online and social media, um, you will get tricked and be lied to and um, be swankled real quick when you go out in these streets. So it surprised me when people go out, even to outlet talk, like, I don't believe it's even out here. I'm like, go outside and see what's out there. Don't. Believe everything that you read and don't believe everything that you think either. Go out there and put some stability and put some truth um, to what's going on yourself. So with that being said, Shark, kicking it back to you, man, as far as um, the laziness in the hobby and trends that you see to where um, stores are going out of business more. It's it's so much that that's going on. We've talked about for the last two seasons and it's continuing where we know where we're from, but where are we going?
0: Yeah. I mean... At the retail level, there's a lot of questions about, you know, what's going on between the messaging, uh, um, the digital messaging, and and it translating to brick and mortar. It, it, it's, it's a big gap in between. Uh, um, and again, a lot of people buying online, but then they say, "Well, you didn't make enough." Well, the extras stuff is in the stores um uh, you know i mean like unless they tell you there's limited qualities in the hundreds or thousands or a couple thousand uh, um not the 50 and hundred thousand whatever the uh some of these releases are um and you just don't have the value added of the shopping experience you know we've talked about the retail experience we have a whole episode on the retail experience what stores used to look like all the call to actions inside the stores well that stuff some of that stuff still exists but you're not the communication in the store level just not the same and it's because the consumers are receiving it they're you know they haven't been another generation hasn't been educated enough to know that there's information being disseminated <laughs> at these retail levels um and as someone who is a former marketer at the <laughs> for a retailer, uh, um, you know I look at things different when I go into a store. I'm looking at customer service. I'm looking at people that work in stores that are way less knowledgeable. They're just shoe runners and size runners. They're not uh, um, they're not subject matter experts uh, um, uh, or trying to be subject matter experts uh, um, uh, to actually assess the consumer's needs. You just say, hey, if you need anything, holler at me, you know, or, you know, some people have the canned responses of, you know, or, or initiators of, you know, like, what are you here today for? You know what I mean? And then, but it's so like robotic that they're not really having a conversation. That's just their starter, but they don't keep the conversation going when you're just like, well, I'm kind of, they're like, okay, well, let me know. You know, and it just stops there where it's just like, you know, I see uneducated consumers walking in the store all the time. They they were doing it before. It's I feel like it's just more of them and people aren't looking at those optics and understanding the body language of a person who may not just say they don't know, like, you know, where you can be suggestive in your conversation. So um, I see, I still see families and, and I paint that picture to say this as a, looking at the retailer through the retail lens to identify their target market, their demographic, who's coming into those stores at the malls, I see a lot less people walking in the store already knowing what they want, okay? You and I are on the top tier of educated consumer. All right, we know what's coming out, we know when it's coming out, we know where it's coming out, and we're just gonna go straight to those locations like I've had without saying too much um experiences in the store where someone helped me more than someone else and and it was just like they saw that I knew what I wanted, and it was just like, well, I didn't this one was kind of an easy sale, so that's why i I talked to you, and I thought that that was like weird reverse psychology uh, uh um that you identified that i was someone who knew what i wanted because i came in and asked for it by name it was like the thing the shooter came out last two weeks ago this colorway you know you should have this size because i stopped located <laughs> um um you know and then they're just like what we do and no one's even asking for it that way they just point to it i just walked up to someone and was just like give me da 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 and then they were just like what? And I was like that one <laughs> over there, and I had to point to it. And it was just like, okay. And then when I talked to them at the register in this casual conversation, and and I was just like, why did you look like you were busy? But why did you, you know, uh, um entertain me so quickly? And it was, and then without actually saying this was an easy sale, the way that he said it, I was just like. That's it. I was. I wanted you to say that you like you're a sneakerhead too, and then you're like I saw because I saw your shoes, and I saw you like you that you wanted them. You know what I mean? So like, but it wasn't that. You know what I mean? So um, you know, so just noticing that more people are walking into these stores not knowing what they want, you know, and it's the, and you get the family consumer that's just there. They're on a budget they you know, and they are like, we ain't going to know all the stores. So you better be one of these stores in the mall here, you know, and then you're not even trying to put them on. Like, that's why people call me and say, yo, my kid, I need to get them some shoes. How to, how do I get the the best deal? And then I don't even know what they'd like. And I'm like, try this. And do you like that? Do you like, you know, you know, some of these shoes, if you know, that the prices are going to go down. You don't have to pay the full price, especially when you're on the budget. Um, so you have to know, um, what's going on and you have to be a little bit, at, you know, seek the education, whether it's the people like us, uh, um, because you're not going to get it in the store level anymore. Um, so, you know, that's just one thing that, that was very, um, uh, noticeable, um, from my vantage point is that I don't see the, the shift in the retail culture allowing for education right i know that these brands have meetings with said footlockers and saying and then you go over like what your install is going to look like what your displays are going to look like and you know what's the countertop going to look like for this particular shoe where is your shoe going to be have the extra signage versus the rest of them whether it's the regular wall and then you have that chunk piece that has a poster that changes or some display model um like all of those things are intricately uh discussed at the brand level with the retailers and and unfortunately especially the newer brands you know you hear this all the time like you know it costs too much to educate the consumer and then you just put it on the shelf but you got to tell people like what the benefits are this is and this if it's if it's new uh, um new technology like you're gonna have to explain Somebody, we worked in the era that brands sent tech reps to the stores. Uh, um, and then the tech reps taught because we didn't have the internet, so you had to have a representative from the brand to actually teach the staff on like w- how the DMX actually works and why it's you know, um, the best you know running shoe on the market today, uh, um, and all the other cushioning systems in between. So, what, why did we feel like? Well, why do retailers feel like that education of your staff is not important anymore because it translated totally to the consumer. I mean, so this is actually one of those things that I feel like the retailers fail the consumers because you didn't give them a reason to want to know more information. (laughs) You know what I mean? And then now they were already, the consumer was already walking through the door with this lag of, I, do I care or not? Because I need someone to tell me to care. And then now you're here saying, we well, don't care, just you, tell us what you want. And that's the conversation now. <laughs> like, everyone's just like, well, if you want it, you want it. And I So that's why I said in the beginning, do sneakerheads really like sneakers anymore? Because like, you should be enjoying the whole journey and experience. That's the part. It's not just acquiring the sneaker. It's how you got it. It's what you did. You know, the deal that you made, the, the friends that you made along the way. You know?
1: So, that's
0: and just that's, how it go.
1: That's fading, Shark, because what you are describing and what I'm seeing when I go out now is now that generation of employees and employers now, and that's just the attitude. So I will give you a quick story of um, having a niece of mine um, do very, very well in school, and she wanted um, the Panda Dunks, and of course, with them being remade and so forth. I um, went to JD Sports and got them and got asked for her size. They had a woman's wall and a men's wall. And the guy brought out a men's size. And I'm like, but it's for my niece. And I was at the woman's wall and you were healthy at the woman's wall. He kind of looked at me like, it's the same shoe. Like, what's up? I'm like, the cut is a little bit different with the women's. Can I get the women's shoe? And he was like, Uh, Like, it was a big deal for him to go back there. I'm like, dude, you just helped me on the women's wall and ask for a woman's size. So it's those type of things that um, I'm starting to realize that am I really that old or old school now? Or is this just common courtesy and just basics at this point? But this is the generation that we're dealing with in which, like you said, Shark, I don't even think they give themselves the room and space and opportunity to enjoy a cop or to enjoy a victory. They are on to the next immediately. Or they're somewhere stressed with high anxiety, or mad, or pissed off because something was restocked or remade, and now the value, quote unquote, of the item that they had three or four months ago has gone down. So it's a whole lot involved. Where I'm just like, where, like you just said, is just the like and the love for the sneakers. And if you are wearing what you're wearing, and I see you are quote unquote sneakerhead, and you're in the sneaker store, and I'm on the woman's wall. Why are you sending me a men's shoe? Basically trying to convince me that it's the same shoe and what was what, the problem? So um, it's just the mindset overall, and it's just disappointing because that's expected. So me having a gripe about that, I will assume now I'm now the minority because I'm supposed to just accept that and be like, well, can I go somewhere else? Or can you help me real quick? Like me having a discussion about what he did wrong, it almost looked like he was offended by me. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like... Where we do that at? So um, I got the shoe. You, you used my little coupon, um, you know, with uh, JD and Finish Line having their um, reward pro program and got out of there. But my only motivation was me having that $20 <laughs> coupon from their reward program because, you know, me, Sean, I would just walk out. And I'm saying to myself, wow, just how's the person in the store as well? Yep. So I wanted to put that out as well. It's not like they were packed and so forth. And I'm sitting there like outside, like you said. Outside of uh, families now or, you know, moms with with, with, the, with the kids, people walk, walk in the malls, um, it's not as intense as it used to be. Even during back to school now, Shark, it's gotten very, very bizarre and weird to where I know we're from an area, and you remember, in which we had to redesign the entire store and have extra bitches and bleachers because we knew the families were coming. And your store might close at 9. You may not even get to the cash register to close until 10.30 because, they were just coming in by the floods, and those days are now gone. So, we I mean, do yep. have a consumer like me who obviously looks like he's knowledgeable, told you what he wanted, went right to it, and you get what you get. It's just disappointing and disheartening. And that's just where we are in the game. So, I'm like, as far as the sneakerhead, like, how do you purchase your stuff? And where's your victories? And how do you, it's, it's just very, very weird dichotomy yeah. now. And I'm trying
0: to conform a little bit, but I can't conform with so much, y'all. I can't. Yeah, I understand. And like, even the people, even if you're buying them online and I'm outside, I don't see them on your feet. You know what I'm saying? Like, unless there's the, the, the Jordan 11 during <laughs> Christmas, because all families are buying all these, all the stuff that come out family sizes. Yeah, I'm seeing all that stuff. But the other, you know, regular runs, um, you know, like where are they at? You know what I mean? We, we produce all these Kobe's and I still don't see y'all reverse branch out there. I should... I thought I was gonna see reverse Grinches like I saw Concord, um, um, you know, and I don't um, and because they're everyone's just reselling and doing all this other stuff. So let me also uh, um, peel back another layer, uh, um, you know, because when you talked about the mindset, let me just level up behind the scenes and just go into some of these boardrooms executive rooms uh, um and what's really being said there's disconnect over there too so now i'm about to you know i'm not gonna go full cat Williams on everybody but uh, um i've been in the rooms all right this these are real conversations and i know that this is happening in other places where there's clashes between departments at these brands and at these retailers you know where it doesn't allow you to put your best foot forward uh, um, because. There's so many egos involved. There are so many people that that are now in charge that aren't a part of the culture. They don't. They're way disconnected. But somehow they got to where they're at, and they think that, um, you know, there's this thing about retailers that that sometimes their ego makes them think that they're making the brand because they sell it. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't be anything without us. And I'm like, no, actually, you're like you- You need each other. It's mutual. It's a mutually beneficial relationship. All right. Because you want to you only put the hot brands in your store because they sell. Right. So, you know, or the hot up and coming stuff. So they had it's just like the music game. You got to do ain't no R&D no more. You know what I mean? So these brands are putting their their effort into it and then just for it to sit on the shelves and you do no work. And you think that they're going to do everything? That's what the internet has fooled everyone. You think you don't have to do no work no more. Uh, um, so here's the lay I want to pull back behind the scenes. Real conversations that I was a part of. So if you, anybody listening to this, you know where who I work for. I'm not going to say it in this uh, the episode. Go back and find out the exact retailer that I, I work for. Because I have told you. Um, and if anyone that I used to work with is listening to this, you probably know exactly when this happened. <laughs> All right, because uh, it happened a lot. You're gonna know who I'm talking about. Um, so as someone who is a retail marketer, all right, we always didn't always see eye to eye with operations. All right, uh, um, because what would happen is there's this concept of, and then especially I came up when marketing at the retail level wasn't a full thing. Here, okay, this was before social media and buy spaces was coming and the beginning of Twitter, all those things. So no one. Cared as much about marketing as they do now. They don't see the benefits, right? So it's still more grassroots. So they say, if the registers don't ring, marketing is the first to go. So if the registers don't ring, you mean the the lights for marketing are going to turn out first? How do you, we're the ones telling you to 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 go get it? We're we're the ones educating you on this stuff why is that first in line to go you know what i mean but our argument used to be no 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 no. our job is to drive traffic into the stores once they get there our job is done it's your job to provide exceptional customer service assess their full needs and fulfill their needs. Even if it's not in that store, you need to know what they want and then you go send them to another one of our stores, um, uh, you know, that has the size, or you call them and say, "Hold this, someone's coming." That is what you do. And that was our rebuttal always to say, "Hey, wait, hold on. How is this all on us?" But now let's flip it. If the registers don't ring, operations is in the meetings saying, we need more marketing. We're not making enough money. What? All these people we keep driving to your stores and they're not buying? And then you say you need more of this? No, 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 no. How do you get to not do your part on both sides of the fence? But it's the politics and the people that have the power and the egos, If they're the, if that person trumps the other person, which I've seen, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Marketing is expendable. Um, um, You know what I mean? So sometimes, you know, when we talk about what companies can do or shouldn't, coulda, woulda, shoulda, we say this from a standpoint because we know more than the average consumer what their constraints are. We know what the struggle that they really had to go through just to get what we got. You You know what I mean? And sometimes that's why we're trying to say, appreciate this a little bit more it won't happen again. You don't know the battles that someone like myself and, and the OG and others have actually fought in these boardrooms looking across the table at people that don't look like us uh, um, all so that you can have uh, um, some of these hot collaborations uh, um, sitting on the shelves for you to buy. Now you ain't even into any of that stuff. Look at how much work we did and sacrificed. Maybe that's why I feel a certain way and and communicate the way that I do on this podcast because I know I put in a lot of work to make sure that we keep this party going um, and preserve the culture, you know, and you don't get that many chances. You know, um, I was one of those people that I could tell that they didn't always want me there <laughs> because I was one of the only ones that was there for that reason everyone else was there for the ego they were there to promote themselves into something else i'm saying because i love clothes and shoes uh um, i grew up on certain things and i just want to give it to the next generation we didn't see eye to eye and that's what is very prevalent there are a lot of people that are here for the culture but they're they're getting you know shunned and pushed it aside because they don't have the power uh, um to to do what is right, uh, um, and they will—they will do what's wrong ten times over and blame everyone else, but still will never actually pilot and do the thing you need to do. Uh, um, they'll be like, "What?" They'll be scratching their heads. What's the next thing to do? And it's like, "How about you just do all the stuff you ignored?" And, and when the people that are for the culture tell you, you don't do it. Uh, um, you know, so just peeling back the layer. You know what I mean? Without having PTSD from being in those meetings. Uh, 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 Amen. <laughs> the, that was a thing uh, um, where you don't understand what's happening behind the scenes. And this is why you have to educate yourself as a consumer. This is why we created part of this platform so that you're more educated. You make those decisions. Uh, um, So before we go, uh, um, you know, you know, because we didn't get to to any show and tell of this episode, but I really wanted to just highlight like things that are on the shelf, you know, so I talked about the, the, the consumers on a budget, you know, and, being able to wait things out but knowing when like know when the retailer has their retail that has their markdown cycle is it tuesdays is it fridays is it both uh, uh, um because we told you that they've marked up and down stuff so seasonal holiday stuff goes down and just be cautious of the 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 sale price going up and then there's a new promotion where it's by two get you know 20, you know, 50% off the second item. That's 25% off your whole order. That's what that is. And they just up the price so that they can give you a discount and you're going to pay the same price that it was on sale two weeks ago. Um, uh-uh. You don't know that. Those are little Jedi mind tricks that they're doing. So you got to keep frequenting these stores, all right? So this is actually a Nike outlet, uh, factory outlet buy. That's why there's no box on here. But I'll just highlight in the Giannis uh, line, uh, the Greek freaks. I love these. These are great performance shoes. Uh, um, if you're balling, all the zoom all over the place. Uh, um, so, this is just that classic uh, Bucks colorway, the first one, like the OG Bucks with the green and red. Uh, um, yeah, look, I got these for here. You can see the price. Uh, um, this was a hash wall. So, $59.99 plus uh, um, the hash wall uh, uh, discount. I know not to buy these shoes for, fair, for full price. Be honest, you know, you can go Goods, you can go to other sites, and you're getting these for like $50, $60. Hibbit Sports, all of these, all these places for premium. Materials, okay, all right. Don't be fooled. Same thing with the Paul George line, and you know, um, you know, the way that Kyrie's was going with Nike before he left. You know, you would be able, you had options. Um, and um, you know, just wanted to just show that off, and just you know, just take the story full circle. Um, you know, with some you know consumer behavior, we've given you buying tips in our acquis- order acquisition uh, episodes. So really, just honing in on that uh, consumer behavior, educating yourself, and then now you are now equipped to spot out a fraud working in a store. Um, don't even give them your money. You know, you know what I'm saying? Go find the other person uh, um, that's there to help you, engage in conversation, um, and uh, see what you walk away with more than just a pair of shoes. Uh, um, you might have learned something. Uh, um, and Might have made a new friend, a new plug, new connect. You never know. You never know. But Shark, it
1: seems like just again, social media alone. Um, what you just showed will not appeal to this crowd now because it's not heat and yeah. um it's not like the lot. There's no influencer popular. pushing this on you. And it's not going for, you know, two, three times more than retail value if you have to have some kind of resale value. So um that seems to be the priority in the hobby right now. And it seems to be most of people's collections. So as much people try to be exclusive, um, they're not being exclusive because everyone's being exclusive. Everyone is wearing and buying and doing the same things with the same behaviors. So um, with that being said, it's good having steals like that, like you just showed. Um, But it's unfortunate because there is such a lack of appreciation for that kind of hunt and that kind of purchase. And, being glorified about it without me or another person having to vindicate it or confirm it for you. You know what I mean? And that's, yeah.
0: that's well, the, we are. one more comment that I'll just make on a shoe like the uh, honest. Um, I think the other factor that needs to happen to move the needle is what we've talked about in other episodes. These signature athletes are going to have to wear the retail versions a little bit more on the court. You're going to have to make more moments on the court to change the needle because you're wearing, you know, LeBron, you're like, you're wearing too many PEs that are never going to come out. All right. And then you already released 25 colorways, uh, um, you know, so you're not making it exclusive enough anymore. You know? You, you know, so, you know, that's what I'd say. Wear the retail versions more. I actually like it that, more players are are wearing the WNBA shoes to show more homage. Great. Now let's keep that going amongst yourselves, you know? So if I'm a signature athlete, I'm going to make sure that I wear, uh, um, the retail versions or colorways just more so that you attract the, the audience, especially that younger audience, the kids, those are the, those are the real influencers. Okay. Um, the kids watching the TV and watching the players, this is how it started. So your origin story to sneakers can still be through the players wearing the shoes. It's just that you now have an influencer telling you that a player is wearing shoe. Like, that's what's weird. So like, just let's get back to some basics in our, you know, love of the game, basketball sneakers, you know, and at least for basketball, you can do that. You know, I know other sports that have shoes doesn't always translate, uh, uh, um, but you know, Let's just start with basketball. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and, and see if we can move the needle on that. So, uh, so yeah, I think that that's a good way to wrap up uh, this episode about the uh, consumer behavior where you're buying, you're reselling. Notice how we ain't really get into the resale uh, stuff because that's how irrelevant this is. Because the reselling part isn't, but so much of the a factor that that we need to discuss because Perfect. clearly. If you can't resell it or have the percent the, the perceived high resale value, then you just don't want it. So we're not the podcast to dive into that and just bash everybody. we just want to educate you and say, you know, here's what you know. It may be good, but here's what great looks like. Uh, uh, um, and here's where we're going. Here's where you can turn the needle. on uh, uh, um, and here's what you have control over. So let's control what we can control. Um, own your stories, and um, you know. That's why we're the podcast you cheer for Um, and give you that clarity over popularity. That's what we're about here. All right. So any last words from the OG before we sign off?
1: No, I just love to hear us go back and forth about these things because there's something um, to fuss about. And I hate to sound like we old men just on our lawns and get off our lawn and this, that, and the third. But um, when the hobby is in the state that it's in, these things need to be discussed. They need to be revealed um, to the public. And I'm looking forward to feedback from this episode particularly. This is going to be something, Shark, we're going to be tackling um, throughout the duration of us having this podcast because it seems like the state of the game keeps getting lower and lower and lower um, every season based off of these same factors. So um, I'm waiting for a turn. We'll see when the turn comes. But as you said, there's um, more than meets the eye. And it's not just the consumer. It's the brands, it's the athletes, it's a team effort all the way around to try to curb this around for the next generation that's come coming through because the game ain't going anywhere,
0: definitely. Yeah. Hey, it's 2024, people, uh, um, and you're we're already lining up and seeing what's coming out all the way to the end of the year. Are you excited yet? Probably not uh, um, uh, um, because you can't see what the resale value is of the Jordans coming out next holiday season, even though you know but the things that we see, we see them and we're like, hey, this is what I want. This is what I want. This is what I want. Does anybody care to want? <laughs> so we're just going to uh, want it for yourself. Uh, um, so so there you go. Uh, um, another, you know, clarity over popularity, a lot of layers peeled back from the Soul Material podcast. Uh, um, and so, you know, might have to watch this episode more than once. Uh, um, so, you know, again. Thanks for our listeners uh, um, 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 on the podcast platforms, and we appreciate you, our, our YouTube uh, 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 watchers. Uh, um, so like and subscribe. Check us out on Instagram at Soul Material. Um, so in the in between time, uh, it's T Mark the Street Shark signing off,
1: and OGO until next time. Peace, T. Peace.